Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Thursday, February 2nd in the year 2022, or 23. <laughs> I just jumped back in time. That was nice. A little bit walked back towards a place when it was a little less crazy, all just for a millisecond, and now we're back, so don't worry. We're just as crazy as we were before. It's good. We're all excited about that. Patriots, before we begin today, make sure that you are doing all your preps necessary for food. This is getting crazy. And this government is collapsing the food supply by design. Oh, by the way, they're not your friend in case you didn't know. Patriots, there's no denying anymore. Our most trusted institutions are collapsing before our eyes. It's up to you and me to act now to protect ourselves. No one will do it for us. That's why I urge you to invest in emergency food before it's too late. Right now, if you go to mypatriotsupply.com, you can save a ton on their three-month emergency food kit. This is at a new lower price that you're going to want to see. You can trust My Patriot Supply. I do. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with great tasting, and I mean great tasting, breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. It averages over 2,000 calories per day, and that's going to be critical as food becomes more scarce. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Listen, there's not much time. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits while you can. These kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Plus, they arrive in unmarked boxes so nobody knows you've ordered food. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is one of the best decisions you can make. Check them out, Patriots. You will not be disappointed. Today we're going to start something in prayer that's a little different, and I've kind of realized the importance of this. We haven't really focused on on Thursdays now, just so I say it. We're going to be taking and doing prayer requests. So send them in to Telegram, into the mods before Thursdays. I've got two up today that are pretty pressing. We'll get into those, and we'll include those in the prayer every Thursday. See how this goes, and then we may expand it. But we'll start, we'll keep that focused on bended knee on Thursdays to do just that. And as it seems, we're probably going to have to do more of this because there's so many more people that are being affected by this bioweapon that was launched against us. And we need to start praying for their healing and praying for their salvation, both, which is going to be important. So we will begin that as of today on Thursdays. And um, then if we need more days, then we'll add more days. But there we go. So that's a important thing. Now, let's get into some of the news issues. I wanted to start right off the bat with this issue on, it's insane, it's this issue on food. Take a listen to this. This is crazy. Americans have no experience with food shortages, but that's about to change. At least 96 food processing plants have been damaged or destroyed under the Biden regime. This has garnered very little attention, of course, in the corrupt media. Two days ago, Hillendale Farms in Connecticut caught on fire and 100,000 chickens were killed. Hillendale was a large supplier of eggs in the Northeast. What exactly is going on here? Why are there so many food plants being knocked out right now? Here's a list of them for you to consider. So we started digging into the story about the egg industry, and here's what we found. In 2013, the best friend of the infamous pedophile Jeffrey Epstein, a man named Bill Gates, invested in a strange new idea called fake egg. 
Why would Gates do this? He was very clear that it had to do with overpopulation and, of course, climate change. Bill Gates is the one who decided that real eggs were not on the menu in the future for you. Here's where this story gets even creepier. A recent medical study has found that real egg yolks are effective against fighting the COVID virus. They might be, quote, a feasible tool for the prevention and control of ongoing COVID-19, end quote. So Bill Gates is deeply involved in the COVID vaccines and he's deeply involved in the fake egg industry. How could this be a coincidence? Listen, they're not predicting food shortages. They're planning them. And that's the absolute truth. It is the absolute truth. Here's the thing. that We are looking at this situation with the eggs, which is further proof that this weapon, this is a weapon system. Remember, when this was deployed, as we've learned now, it was categorized as a countermeasure, which everyone took initially as a countermeasure to COVID. But COVID, we know, is a, is a con. And so the countermeasure is a bioweapon that was engineered. And more of this that we study, we realize that they looked at all of the possible cures that would arrest this attack on humanity. And they came up with a strategic plan to destroy those cures, those natural, naturally occurring elements that would arrest this attack on humanity. The critical one, obviously, right off the bat was HCQ and ivermectin, which they tried to ban because as we've learned more and more, especially if you've been following the work by Dr. Lee Merritt, this, is inst- this injection is, pre- is precipitating a massive parasite buildup. So there's a parasitic aspect that they know about this. And so now we also know that through the chicken egg yolk antibodies, which are known as IGYS, they can block the binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike protein variants in human ACE2. Well, in the ACE2 receptors. Now, why is that important? Because that's what's in the damn shot. So they have, they're waging a war right now on eggs, proclaiming that it's some sort of global warming farce. All of this is to engineer a food supply to take people away. And as I talked about yesterday, my big concern, and I have this concern right now, we're actively pursuing a, a way to very quickly move cattle off of injections. The problem is there's a lot of unknowns here. And I'll get into that later, but my point is that you just you can't just cut cold turkey on some of this if until you make sure you have a revitalized biome where the animals are living in. So as we try to reestablish this balance, they're trying to introduce mRNA into the into the livestock and cattle in particular. Imagine the effect of mRNA that will reduce births and and start causing aborted aborted or miscarriages in cattle and killing them. What we're seeing here is this attack on the food supply so that they move us away from anything that would be healthy and natural into their engineered system so that we're eating their bioengineered crap. And in so doing it, they are controlling our health and our immune and keeping our energy and vibration low. This is, this is the war. The war is a spiritual war attacking frequency, vibration, and energy within the body, essentially the spiritual being. They know it, and as we are seeing with all these, uh, these various elements that keep coming out, not only do we know it, but they had planned for it. Consider the magnitude of that treason. Your own government, thanks, brought to you. It doesn't, you know, and people will say, well, that was under Obama. I don't care who it was under. The fact is people were involved in complicit in developing this without having the moral consciousness 
to say, uh, no, we aren't going to do this. They went along with it for a contract and for a dollar. This is the sickness of the times that we're in right now. So there we go. Someone just wrote, I know, come on, Scott, you know viruses aren't real. I know they're not real. It's what I said. Follow the work of Dr. Lee Merritt. The point is that you're dealing with a vax culture. And there's a lot of things that, as a result of that in the destruction of the environment and the dependency which our bodies develop on it. This is a big deal, especially when you're dealing with animals and livestock. Just so I highlight that. All right, let's move into prayer. This is 11 minutes after the hour. Father, we come to you today humbled and blessed as we do each day. Today we're going to raise some prayers for some very specific people that are in need of prayer in a very critical time. Father, one of those issues that we face right now in this time is the the consequence of just the time in which we're in. And whether it's a consequence of the vax or the environment in which we live, we're seeing some unbelievable deaths occur around us that are really causing us to feel that pain and also just witness a tremendous amount of loss. And so we want to bring to your attention today two people in particular. I want to begin today with a prayer for Joe Guska. I'm sorry, this is um, for Gary Backstrom, for Barry, Gary Backstrom. Gary Backstrom is in Oregon, and Gary is has been in dealing with some health issues, and his son, Greg, uh, sadly, rapidly succumbed to an aneurysm and is now dealing and is now in a, with low, no brain activity on life support. So as we wish never to have to see, Gary is having to face his son passing before himself, even though he himself is in poor health. So, Father, we, just, we pray for this family. We pray for their, their suffering and their need to have some powerful healing and, and powerful healing of heart and pain in this time. These are very difficult times with difficult decisions and difficult decisions to decide what to do with their son and also how to walk ahead now as the one who is your caregiver, your son, is now himself dying. So we just pray for the blessings of this family. We pray, pray for the healing of their heart and the strengthening of their heart. And any sort of divine intervention that can be blessed upon them, we ask for that to happen. But most importantly, that they can have a, a connection and acceptance of Christ in their life, no matter where they are. We know that Gary was a, an attendee of Bard's Fest, and we're blessed with that and glad that he came. And so again, we pray for his family and pray for all of them that are going through this very difficult time. These are times, Father, when we truly pray for the supernatural powers of you and the kingdom to be able to work through our prayers to bring restorative and powerful healings to this moment. And whatever that will may be for the son, may he find, may there be peace brought to that body and peace brought to that soul. And may Gary find peace and closure in his heart, no matter how this moves forward. Father, we also bring prayers today for a young lady by the name of Tabitha. She has suffered a massive clot, 
attack on her body. She's had clots all over her body that have had to be surgically removed. She has also had to suffer the amputation of one of her legs as they continue to find more clots and try to remove them through surgery. We know that she is not through this yet. She has more surgeries to go as they've now sorted out some massive clots out of her heart and out of her legs. They've now found more in her groin and other areas. So, Father, we are truly praying for a supernatural healing on this young woman to restore her to her health as much as can possibly be and to please help Tabitha heal in this difficult time, give her strength and purge her body of whatever ails her in this time of horrific consequences of the world in which we live. Father, we, these, are, these are harsh reminders of the sort of times we now reside in. And equally, as you and I prayed this morning, I shared with you and we had an amazing conversation. I think that what we need to begin embracing, and we pray today as well, that we will begin embracing more of our prayers for healing. We have the power to heal. We have to believe in that power. And collectively, where two or three are gathered, so much is possible. This is a big transition period right now, and not a good one in the sense of consequence, but a, a powerful one in the sense of faith. And so we are in a place right now when so many of us are having to look across at the consequences of, a, of decisions that can result in extreme health crises. And we have to let that part of this discussion be put to rest. We must enter this in with a loving and forgiving heart as we do. And now we must face where we are and try to bring about the prayers for healing and restorative prayers. And in the process, I'm praying that each of these people today and each one going forward will find a powerful love or even greater powerful love, depending on where they're at, in Jesus. Through Christ to the Father is the only way through. And Jesus, we're just praying today that you can bring that powerful healing to these people to see their bodies restore to find the peace in the heart, to find the love in the heart, to heal and to bridge, and to come to a place where we can now face this world with an unburdened heart, a loving heart, a forgiving heart, knowing that you, Father, contain and hold the hand of justice. It is a hard walk right now in this world. As the consequences of what was done begin to surface and begin to be unavoidable, so for all of those out there that have taken the shot, for all of those out there that are suffering consequences of that, our prayers are with you. Just seek Jesus, repent, repent deeply, and may the love of Christ and the power of God's hand restore you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's not an easy walk at this point for anybody. And I really, my heart goes out to anybody having to suffer the consequences. I'm 
I'm not making any assumptions on either of these, though I have some idea that's probably what has happened, but nonetheless, we need to pray for their healing and pray for their well-being and their spiritual health. That's really at the bottom line of all of this. We um, are blessed to have remained healthy for the most part. And we are still in a war of evil. Don't kid yourself. They're not stopping and they're not going to stop in any short time or anytime soon. I don't know if you've heard, but Madonna decided it was a good idea to release an album and to mock the Final Supper with Jesus, including like blood and the normal garbage that these Luciferian shits do. I, you know, I'm sorry if if some of my language gets you uncomfortable. I'm I'm not going to make apologies for it. I had somebody email me the other day and are like, "You shouldn't say this." I'm like, "Look, here's the deal. I I, I am I refrain from a lot of things I want to say, but there's going to be times that I'm going to express what I feel, and if I have to put myself before God to repent on it, trust me, I will. But there are things that need to be said." These people are killing us. And there better be some harsh words said from time to time to remind us of the magnitude of what the heck is going on. So, I'm just going to let you hear this piece. I mean, I've cut out, there was a piece in here I just clipped out because it was a video, and so I'm explaining it to you. She shows a video in this of Madonna's Last Supper. It is really hard to hold your patience and your temperance when you see stuff like this, the mockery, when they literally turn the beauty of the Last Supper into a mockery with satanic blood ritual. It's disgusting. That's Madonna, by the way. If anybody still listens to Madonna, uh, God protect you because I'm going to tell you right now, you need to burn those albums. Take a listen. So Madonna is busy doing Madonna things again? Put aside for a minute the fact that obviously Madonna thinks that she has no other talent available whatsoever other than to strive to be the Antichrist. She's been trying for her whole career. Kind of pathetic. But anyway, what I'm about to say next isn't even just for Christians. This is literally for everybody. That whole entire video is absolutely disgusting. Do y'all notice how much they're mocking you? They literally flaunt that stuff right in your face. Because you're either going to say one of two things. You're either going to say that it's not real and it's just art, or you're going to be like, oh no, conspiracy. Either way, they know that you know and they don't care. Your dollar is literally the only thing that has the power to stop this. Christian or not, they hate you. That's the bottom line. They just hate everybody but themselves. And they don't really care who you are. And that's the thing that I wish other people could realize. It's they, what they do is they vector the hatred towards Christians. And white Christians in particular because that's the group they fear the most. And in doing in sowing that hatred... What they're doing is trying to tell the people that are atheists and agnostic that somehow you're going to be safe. I've got news for you, fools. If you're sitting over here outside of the, the walk with Jesus, <laughs> the least of your concerns is this Luciferian cult that's trying to lead you astray. You will be accountable to Father God. And there's, there is no other way to put that. You will be put before the Father, and you will be held accountable for your walk and how you walked in this world. And if you think walking as a selfish ass is okay, I have news. The fires 
shall burn hot, and the millstone factories shall run 24 hours a day. Oh, my goodness. Free speech, also another one of these great things under siege. Here is New York Governor Kathy. Oh, let me, excuse me, let me, that's the wrong piece right now. I'll play that in a second. Free speech is under attack. Here you go. You've got boundaries. You've got borders. Who cares? We're the World Health Organization. So give us the power. We're the United Nations. Give us the power. We will set the law, set the agendas. And if you little country over there decides to do it some way, well, that's on you. And you're going to be adherent to the larger global laws. And that's where we're heading. So we'll see how long free speech actually stands. We can see that it's already crumbling in the United States. I mean, do you really think we have free speech that much anymore? I mean, really? Yeah, we don't have free speech. I saw a comment made in chat here about mind viruses. Mind viruses are very real. It's the actual study is called mimetics. If you're interested, I've studied it extensively. It's at the core of most advertising, and it's at the core of most, of most good psyopers. They understand very well how to get inside your head. And mind viruses lead to another tiering and massive amount of study that gets you into body frequency, spiritual frequency, energy, and vibration, which all of those things have effect on the body system as a whole. This, this, these concepts that are coming out are native to the evil side that we fight. They already know it. Why do you think they changed to 440 frequency? I mean, that was all by design because it takes you off frequency. Everything about this is a spiritual war. But mind viruses are probably the most real of all viruses out there. I mean, I, I'm not a big virus. I made a comment before prayer about viruses because it, the problem we have here is everybody gets so sensitive. We are dealing with a concept of vaccines. That's a given term. And the term is vaccines. I don't agree with any vaccines. But that's the term they use because they want us to push into that belief system. Unfortunately, what has happened in that area is they have weakened immune systems. And in the environmental space, especially when you get into livestock, which I was going to touch on a little bit before we close today, they have, there's been other disruptions that have caused imbalances in the system. This is an ecosystem we live in. It is supposed to be in balance. So, for example, when you take cattle and you want to move them off of vaccines, there are some critical issues that occur. For example, the liability that you occur if your animal gets hoof and mouth disease because it can spread. And once it starts, you have to cull your entire herd. There is an injection for that. They refer to it as a vaccine that you need that is given to prevent that. It has worked. The problem is that with that has gone a, an inability to shift back easily because part of that balance that's not there anymore, it's not just my cattle, it's the other people around me. And it's, it's the elk that travel everywhere that have it, that carry it. And unless we have a healthy biome on your 80 acres, which is like a little castle you have to make, that means planting healthier grass that's organic in nature that goes back to heritage, heritage seed, it means doing rotations with chicken tractors so the parasites are consumed. It means doing a, a field rotation at one to every two days. I mean, these are practices that we have to reinstate that happen, but it doesn't happen right away. That's the same principle in our own lives. So we talk, right now we're at this vaccine overload, 
And I am not a believer in the viral sciences. I do believe in the mind virus because I've studied and seen it work because that's more powerful over the body system than anything out here. So the dialogue has to be, as we are shaping to try to move from one dialogue to the other, I am very careful when I talk about this injection that's coming at us as a bioweapon. That's what it has been from the beginning. So we have to frame these conversations and understand what we're saying and also the consequences of the world that we've accepted. This is a world that we allowed be right here, right now. And our farming practices are dismal. Our, our topsoils, fortunately, the property that we have right now where the cattle are is, is pretty healthy property. But nonetheless, it needs to be fortified. It's nothing like it was in creation of God. But it's we have to fortify our earth and the world and the food we put in. What we put into our bodies affects our health. We know these things, but it's important to keep that in context because it's so easy to talk about getting rid of one thing or the other. Let's just go back to nature. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's just do that. So if you haven't done it, it's a good exercise to do. Imagine waking up and you don't have power, you don't have internet, you can't start your car, you don't have fuel for your vehicle, you have no power for your stove, you have no fuel for your stove, meaning gas, if you have gas or propane, and your water doesn't turn on because water is run at some point by electric pumps that are at a city level. Just imagine that for a minute. We're going to go back to go forward when you work from that principle of a model going forward, you start to realize how quickly society would fall apart without its dependency on the infrastructures of technologies, technologies that we don't own. They own, they create, they patent, and they engineer for their own purposes. That's the cycle of what we're trying to break out of. And it is a, we're moving quickly, but there's a lot to that. We want to be healthy and free. And that is a stepping process to get to being free and sovereign. So, and fuel, by the way, is the number one thing they're going after now. And it will continue. I mean, that's, you control a country by, you control the people by controlling the food. You control the nation by controlling the energy. And you control the world by controlling the money. And with all those things, once we get to the fuel issue, it's an easy one to control cost of fuel has gone up enormously high. And part of that as well is the dollar is collapsing. So keep that in mind. A lot of moving parts, a lot of pieces that they all are very aware of. These are not accidents. And the only way through it is for us to collectively working together to come up with solutions and keep our eye both on primitive and limited technologies. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, tonight we have Ann Vandersteel on. Great interview. And I'll be on Brighteon in 30 minutes. So... Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty.
every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. 
We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.